Hey guys, I'm James. And I'm Corwin. And welcome to This Movie's Gay. Oh, we got it right this time. Well, that's because... And, well, you you always like cut me off when I say, hey guys, or hey everybody. You're always like, no, you're doing it wrong. No, it's because you, then, come in, you come in sounding much like Rachel Weisz on this, sounding like you've taken Ambien and just going... Hey guys, and I'm like, my what, life no, what? is on Ambien. Oh, that you are not living correctly. Then I'm sir. living my best life. I'm very chill, always. Yeah, because you're on Ambien. I'm not on Ambien. He's... I said my life is Ambien. Oh, I thought you said I'm. My life is on Ambien. Well, basically, oh, but not no. actually on the that's, pills. That's drugs, sir. And I know it's no. not on the drugs. It's Where just, are my it's handcuffs? Like life Citizens is my arrest. drug. Citizens arrest on you. Is Ambien... No, that's an actual prescription. No, it's, well, if you're... I think if you have... If you're unpus... This is actually a real question. <laughs> if you're not prescribed a drug, is it illegal for you to have? <laughs> These are questions that I don't know how to answer. I don't. <laughs> but I'm gonna... Our guest is going, <laughs> uh, no, 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 I don't either. We have a lovely guest today. Before we get into that, I'm going to talk a little bit about what we're doing um, because it is... Not as of today, but when this recording comes out, it will be Pride Month in Chicago, uh, and I believe World Pride. I don't know. I should have done more research. Corwin, actually, can I do one quick? Uh, do you want to know? What? No, that's an off. It's it's not a bad thing, but it is an off off mic thing. So World Pride is. I mean, technically, it's just the weekend, but it's the month. So yeah, June, um, and that takes place in New York, actually. So for Pride Month, there are four Mondays and we're just going to spell out, you know, we're going to try to do our best with spelling out LGBT. We know there are a lot more letters there's and a lot an more a, things. There's an S. No, there's an A and an I and a <laughs> and plus a Q, sign. And a plus sign. There's a oh, lot. Yeah. LGBT. Oh, yep. You're right. Right. We're, <laughs> we're missing the Q as well. We're, but there are four. So we're just we're going to do that um, and hopefully get some nice inclusive movies that do have a lot of representation in them. Uh, we're also hoping to have a lot of guests that are queer and have queer experiences and things like that uh, that can speak to different aspects of these movies more than I can specifically speak to myself and more than James can speak to um, as a cis straight man and me speak to as a, a cis gay man. So we're bringing in hopefully a lot of guests and things uh, celebrating pride as and um, talking about what pride means to us and what pride means to our guests and things like that. So that is what you've got to look forward to throughout this month, uh, these next four episodes. We hope we line that up uh, nicely with the last two episodes with the movie Pride and then the movie Love, Simon, Um, hopefully going into a lot of these that are either culturally significant or speak to us in uh, various ways. So... For this first episode, we've got The L, a nice lesbian movie uh, that we found. Um, we actually had a few different movies to choose Yeah, I was from. going to say movies that speak to us. It was just whatever trailer looked the best. Well, we this and, one specifically, we did. I did narrow it down to a few movies. Yeah. That was one of the movies that I narrowed it down. I do not personally have a very large collection of lesbian movies that I have personally watched and everything um, because a lot of what I focused on when I was growing up and coming to terms with myself and all that were gay movies because I could see myself in those. So that's also why I've been a little hesitant to play lesbian movies on this podcast without having a guest here that can speak to those because I'm like, I am not someone that can speak on those with a degree of, I don't know, 
um, poignancy. I don't know if yeah, that's a I'm word. Like a degree of like, I, you know, know this, I have say in this or anything Well, that's like why that. you so, just yeah. do what I do. You, you make goofs. <laughs> James is here for the goofs. I'm here for the talky talk. So, yeah, uh, I'm glad that we were able to bring in a good friend of mine. It is my friend here. Me. I'm Rachel. Hi. How's hey, everybody Rachel. doing? <laughs> yes, we all met I'm at work. Yeah. yeah, basically. No, actually, um, I I left uh, oh, that job left before work. you. Yeah. Well, Correct. no, you no, left, left that work. job before I started that job. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so I know you through one of my old managers and I lived with you for a bit. So that's correct. That's yeah. that's how we, we know it. each other. Yeah. So Rachel, great friend, and she came and helped us pick this movie. Uh, we that specifically was a picked. That was yeah, a we process. had a lot of them. We were trying to find something that was that had a lot of diversity in it and had something that we thought we would enjoy and all of that. We settled on the movie Disobedience. 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 James, disobedience. James the can't discussion spell and... of disobedience. <laughs> we picked the wrong movie. Before, it's, no, it was a fine movie. I, uh, the it we stars, watched a, a different movie. Then it stars Rachel McAdams and Rachel Weiss, and it was promising. Produced. Yeah. Uh, Rachel Weiss was in part a producer and all of that as well. Um, it's based on a book. It is an interesting movie. But we ultimately decided on that, and we were like, oh, yeah, it lines up. My friend Rachel, and then we're watching the Rachels. Yeah, we got the three Rachels. Uh, so we got the three Rachels. Uh, Rachel that we've been third. <laughs> oh, wait. To the... <laughs> to the third power. Yeah. Rachel to the third power. To the third gay power. The third gay power. I feel like yeah. that will enhance my power. Ooh, that's like Dynastud. Yes. <laughs> nice. I like that. Rachel's that works. Is, it's Rachel cubed. Um, just, yes, that's the word I was looking for, not I, third. <laughs> I know math, y'all. Uh, <laughs> can, can I do one? One quick follow-up from last yeah, week. So James wants to do a follow-up. I just wanted to introduce kind of what we're doing for the month yes. and then uh, this movie specifically. I think so Rachel w- is is also into stuff like this. Harry Potter, do you like it? I know that he lived in a closet. Okay, then. <laughs> I, I was just I've assuming. seen snippets of the movies at work, Okay, so I know more stuff goes down. I don't know in what order, though. I usually... Everyone is super. People who I'm like, oh, they're not going to be into Harry Potter. No, no, no. It seems like everyone's super into it. But I don't know what house I'm a part of. And Nina and Corwin were super like, what are you talking about, James? So TC was here. We had some time to kill TC. What the hell mouth? And I said, hey, during this time, I will take the Pottermore quiz who has time for this? It was so many questions. I kept going, kept going, kept going, what kept going. What quiz did you take? Because the Pardemore quiz is like five seconds. Uh, no, it is not. It's, it takes so short amount of time. You can determine your house in five seconds? That's how the quiz was when I took it. No, It was this just one, so short. This one was, this took forever. And guess what? <laughs> did you just take a Myers-Briggs test? No, like, no, no. <laughs> how many questions did you have? A hundred? Like, it was, also, how long is it taking you to get through the questions? It because was like. It's not long. <laughs> well, may, it was, it was, you do a question, then it would have to, it was, this is what it was. It wasn't on Pottermore, but it was the Pottermore quiz questions on a different website. There, yes, it sounds like a third party website. It, it sounds is. like you uh, you got scammed. You no, down the scam. it was still the same questions. They just took those questions and then put them on their own website because you needed a login for Pottermore. I wasn't going to do that, 
and scammed y'all any house you have to log into is not a house you want to be a part of customer service we all know (laughs) original website don't get it scammed by a third party so i kept going i'm maybe 75 percent through click on my answer and guess what it says sorry connection error you gotta start over and then i said nah dude i don't know what house i'm in just just pick a house can you just pick I mean, yeah. Yeah, just where do you see yourself? I feel like house. a ravenclaw. Okay, so, meow. Um, oh, that's a bird. Okay. Yeah, but, <laughs> claw, but cats have claws. Okay, so let's let's go through the houses real quick. You've got Gryffindor, which Ravenclaw. Is, it's, it's that's the me. How, it's the the lion. It's the one Harry Potter and Ron is in. It's meow. about uh, bravery, courage, uh, that kind of stuff. Then you've got Ravenclaw that's about wisdom, knowledge. Claws, meow. Um, Me. I think that's the wisdom, one you want to be Wisdom, things in. like that. Then you've got Slytherin that's about cunning, Ooh, ambition. And then you've got Hufflepuff meow. that's kind of like loyalty, friendship, everything else. Ooh, I want to choose Hufflepuff. I'm a Hufflepuff. It sounds fun to say too, but it, I, you know what? I think I'm thinking of Jigglypuff yeah, and probably then Hufflepuff. A little bit. Yeah, so well, maybe I shouldn't they, pick that one. The common thing is that the Hufflepuff house is the stoner house. Ooh, um, okay. So when I first did when i read the books i was like i'm i'm a hufflepuff y'all i'm i'm a now hufflepuff. were you reading these under the influence or no no no, no. Oh, okay. that was when i was reading I thought... them as a kid <laughs> okay but i was you. reading them specifically because uh i'm saying hufflepuff specifically because uh in the fourth book you've got uh cedric diggory who is robert pattinson who plays edward cullen all that whatever you've got cedric diggory who signs up for the Triwizard Tournament and is actually doing really well. And in all of that, he's kind of a badass, but he's nice. And I'm like, yeah, badass. And then in a later <laughs> book, you've got this other kid. I think his name is Zachariah, but he's in the Dumbledore's army and stuff. And every time Harry comes up to like teach them shit, he's like, the fuck, Harry? You know, like two spells. You know, like two <laughs> oh, spells. Like, no. what, are you, what are you doing? And Harry does know like two spells. Yeah, but that's, that's because Harry needs to survive. He doesn't he have time to, to cram books. Spells. Yeah, the so, two spells you need to know to survive. But the whole point is, Zachariah Smith, <laughs> I think that was his name. Uh, he was a little shit and he was a Hufflepuff. And I'm like, the sassy little shit? Yep, that's me. I'm the sassy little shit. I'm the sassy little shit Hufflepuff. That's what it is. Guys, I also don't know really anything about Harry Potter. Please don't come at me if you think I'm either defending Harry or not defending Harry. I don't (laughs) care either way. (laughs) Um, And then when I took the Pottermore quiz the first time, I got Ravenclaw. I'm like, meow. Okay. I don't. Why are you doing a cat? It's a raven. (laughs) Jesus. What, What sound do ravens make? Like meow. a claw. Yeah, but a claw makes like a claw. meow. Uh, the claw makes the meow? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you should. Inspector Ravens Gadget. Al- <laughs> Ravens also have claws. Yes, but Inspector Gadget, the claw, he had a cat meow. Yeah, but that has nothing to this do with Harry song. Potter, James. <laughs> yeah, Slytherin, guess what? They have talons. Meow. You know, Jesus. tooth talons. I hope you get, I hope you just get crucified online for this. Oh. I hope people are like, James, are how just fucking weeping. dare no, you? I, ta- I take the quiz and then it says, you got crucified, dude. <laughs> they won't you let died. you take the quiz. You try and log on and now every, every Harry Potter fan is like, no. You're banned. I, I'm just banned. That. You can't do it. Oh, um, yes. Uh, you want to know what? Give me the hate. That will give us more retweets of people saying how dumb I am and hoo hoo. <laughs> that gives us more exposure. So, Tell a friend. The first time I took the quiz, I got Ravenclaw and I was like, what the fuck? Well, that's fine. I do have those tendencies as well. And then they updated the quiz because they were like, oh, this is 
we, we updated it because it's not quite giving people what we want it to give or whatever. So after they revamped it, added more questions, all of that, I took it again and I got Hufflepuff. So vindication in AKA my Hufflepuff. A bunch of kids cried that they didn't get Gryffindor. They got <laughs> Slytherin. No, it was just like other quizzes online were better and like more in line with the books oh, and stuff. So it sounds like there should be site. one main page with one main test. Well, that's what Pottermore is trying yeah. to oh, do. Oh, that's what they're doing. That's the affiliate. Then how did you get one. on that other website? You also could have taken the BuzzFeed quiz, which is the same questions and doesn't crash your computer and takes all of two <laughs> minutes to take. Yes. No, it was like Buzz something quizzes. Oh, I think you were on no. some weird ass Not site. Not something. <laughs> Not Buzz. So- you were on a weird... It takes two minutes to just take on this bu- quiz. It was just Buzz. I. I, I buzz. It would be in com. my... Uh, what? What did I... Houses quiz. I don't know what I I googled. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, oh, discover your. I went to Hogwarts sorting quiz. So let's see what I clicked on. Playbuzz.com. Yeah, that's not. That buzzfeed. sounds very. It has very buzz in fake. it, guys. I, and that's let me the wrong let me kind of buzz you hold want. on. Let me see how many questions there were <laughs> if it even told me. But it says Pottermore version on it. It is the pot. I don't know. Yeah, but that's a random website trying to sell you <laughs> shit, James. No, it's not. No, it doesn't sell me anything. It does it have ads? Well, yeah. Every it's trying to sell you ads. shit, James. <laughs> as long as you didn't put in like the last four of your social. Has twenty seven questions. Address, that's a okay. fuck ton. That takes two minutes, James. No, it doesn't. Okay, you actually we can see when that gets to fifteen minutes. The let's point see. of the quiz is you're supposed to read the question and go which one fits best. This one, this one. Maybe this he's one, taking a lot one. of time. He's like, to take really it. He's like, hold on. He's like, it's about to get to fifteen. Really, okay, right. What do I really want to say now? Okay, I want to say what would you want to be remembered as? Great, wise, good, bold. I guess like. You're taking Good. too long. You should have answered that already. <laughs> okay. What would you not want to be remembered as? Uh, c- ignorant, cowardly, ordinary, se- selfish, I guess. Yeah, selfish. C- no, this get out of here. This is why it's taken forever. And the ads. The ads If you were you to down choose too. a potion, which would you choose? You have to watch a God, video to get a to the next question. wisdom, power, gl- glory, I guess. <laughs> and that takes at least two minutes. He's just taking How forever to answer How would you want people these? to remember you? It's so dumb. That sounds like uh, the first question. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Also, you can read this a lot faster than you're speaking, so I don't know what's happening right now. He needs to read it, process it. Think of my achievements. And then he can answer it. I guess think of my achievements. It's going to be skewed because he's just taking so long (laughs) to decide. What sense bring you comfort? And then see home part. I guess home. I love to be home. And then there are these huge questions. You're given four boxes, but only to open one. The first, uh, let me try, unbearable temptation lies within. <laughs> let me just look at these. No, then it doesn't, it tells you which box it, it belongs to. Uh, I think it was like, oh, fuck this quiz, guys. You're thinking too much. No, I have to read too much. Unbearable temptation lies within. James has trouble reading. That's <laughs> why he doesn't like turning on the subtitles when I'm like, I can't like fucking hear. A shorter question that's just like, yes. you like this or this. He's getting too many options, I think. To be He's getting too bogged down in the details. Yeah, it's, it's too many. Give me A or B. That's it. I guess I only open to the worthy. That's the one. Uh, because then if I can't open it, I know I'm not worthy. And hey, no skin off my bone. Uh, which instrument are makes you pleased? <laughs> A piano, Why because you, then you can get on. Please don't Wait, skin what? your bone. <laughs> please don't. 
Yeah, no skin, skin off your, my bone. Don't skin your bone. That's a term. I have never heard that you until today. You've never I heard there's no skin off my bone? No. You're getting distracted. Finish yes. the quiz. <laughs> this is why so I take so See, it's more than two <laughs> friggin' minutes. Because you and we're talking. You're <laughs> also reading you're the questions. Bones. <laughs> you're reading the questions slower than Alex Trebek you, on Jeopardy. You find yourself in a room with four goblets before you. Which one? The inky black one, it makes you see, but there's James odd would have visions been in it. Awful at knowledge bowl. <laughs> What's not? No, don't tell. I'm trying. I'm trying to. Maybe one of you guys should have this in your hand, and then you read things. The silvery, glittery potion that appears to be crushed diamonds. I don't want it that in that my body. That sounds like it will skin oh, your bones. Oh, plums and chocolate. <laughs> That's the skin one. Skin your I want. bones. Skin that bone. Crushed diamonds as lotion. Ooh, sounds fancy, but not like. FDA approved. I'm just adding some more carbon to my skin. Uh, the silver trees Exfoliator. with apples. Oh, yeah. That would be a know, I'm, I'm doing yeah. the wizard with the twinkly eye. The twinkly eye? All right. But did you know uh, there's champagne that, like... It has gold flecks? Is that what you're going to say? Well, um, back in the day, finish. Cleopatra used to add uh, pearls to, like... The champagne? Wine? The wine? And drink it? Imitate Cause it. Because it, uh, it, it releases... Um, Bubbles. Makes it bubbly. I'm good on that. I'll just stick my pinky in and swish it a little bit. I think this is not <laughs> this is things this is things that I've I've heard. Uh it may or may not be true. Fact check me, y'all. <laughs> okay, Cleopatra guys. Pearls I'm, in I'm on, I think, question thirteen out of twenty seven. Oh my come God. on. I know you it's so just slow. click through anything. How did you take your ACT? <laughs> yeah, you would not have finished your ACT. Did you get additional time? No, my ACT, I just put B for every answer. Okay. Uh, for most so of those. So you made a 21? <laughs> what? I Yeah, I don't even. That's, I don't, the, that's like, that's, <laughs> if you get lucky, that's the, the score no, you get I, from no, just I answering should, B all I the way down. I think ACTs I did, I actually did, but I just, once it started getting. Read your towards, questions. Yeah, well, you guys are the ones distracting <laughs> <Jesus>. me. Jesus. <laughs> Which are you most looking forward to at Hogwarts? Uh, the free drinks. Free drinks. Yeah. I'm a wizard. I can always like refill my cup. Those where that is yeah the feasts were where it's at. <laughs> like I know they ran off during the feast at some points, and I'm like, nah, man. <laughs> There's a whole ass turkey leg right there. Right. I'm about to munch down. They had that super long table, from what I remember. Yes. So it was like Thanksgiving every day, right? Yes. yes. Well, not Thanksgiving foods, but yeah, oh, a long yeah. ass table, I lots understand. of food piled up. Do they not celebrate holidays at Hogwarts? They do. They do. Oh, okay. They did That's have good. a, a Hollow's End and all that stuff. Um, Is it like summer camp? Do you get to go? home or is it more like college for hogwarts um it's it's more like college okay yeah you they the students go home during the summer okay and then they can go home during winter break or stay um nice. but there's obviously no thanksgiving because it was it's in england there's it's not gotcha thanksgiving's an american holiday i understand Get so it. they have. So I would have been there prepared for Thanksgiving, and been they would like, have been Where's like, my "What Thanksgiving? are you doing?" <laughs> and like, "Give me that turkey, bitch! <laughs> I want the turkey." <laughs> and they're like, "There's a troll in the dungeon, Rachel." And you're like, mm, "The troll can wait." <laughs> turkey. Are the trolls bad? There, it was in the first movie. Oh, There's a troll see. in the dungeon uh, in the middle of the movie yeah. because. They're trying to, you know, kill children. Is is the troll different? Wait, are we doing spoilers? I think I might spoil it. For, no, everybody's seen this already. If you have not seen um, Harry Potter. It, okay, is his name Hobby? The little, the little friend? Dobby. Dobby. Which Thank I kept you. saying David. Da is, Dobby. I kept Dobby. saying his name. Is he name. a troll? 
or is uh, he no, just a he, friend? No, he's not a troll. He's a house elf. Oh, they have elves here. Yeah, but they're the short, like long-eared ones. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know that sounds they're bad. They're more like I... Keebler elves, I guess. Uh, <laughs> if you're rating elves, they're not like Lord of the Rings elves. Uh, it's they... it's not Legolas. <laughs> Legolas is not in in Harry Potter. He's not running around with a bow and. But he a was long, Harry's friend though, because I saw that he did. He does. Legolas not make was it. not Harry's friend. Oh, he but wasn't. No, Dobby, but Dobby was. Dobby yeah. was the friend. Guys, yeah. Dobby was the friend. It reset again. Oh my god! You, it's resetting because it's like, oh, you're, you're not there Buzz anymore. Buzzfriends.com. That's why no, I keep play Buzz. <laughs> I'm so gonna screw Google this. A quiz. No, I no no. We <laughs> we need to start talking about this movie. Right. This was supposed to be a real quick thing. Okay, so. As you know, when we have a guest, the listeners know, you might not know, Rachel, I don't know if you've listened or not, when we have a guest, but we usually get the guest to do a quick synopsis for us. So, oh boy, bringing that on, on you. Yes. Okay. Beautiful. So go when you're ready. Movie about two women who were best friends when they were younger. Um, they also were friends with uh, another gentleman who actually ends up marrying one of the friends. Should I use names? Because this is going to get confusing can, in yeah. a minute. If you want. Yeah, okay. Um, it can also be quick, whatever. Yeah. So one of the friend's fathers dies and the woman is in New York. And then the friend, the female friend and the male friend live in London, we assume. They're England. Somewhere. Somewhere over there. New York friend shows up. She's not very cultural to what they do. And then the story just kind of takes off between like them rekindling their old school friendship and the struggle with with dealing with the husband who kind of knows but doesn't know and then how the community that they're in accepts some things but not all things but ultimately it's like a plot twist at the end i don't even know how to describe the end sort of happy sort of sad sort of wanting yeah because more. we don't know what really happens yeah wait did you mention that they were lovers yeah they, yeah so they were okay. lovers when they were younger just the two girls not yeah. the guy and then and then they they become lovers once again. Yeah. In a very intricate way. Yes. <laughs> so, and then in the end, they the husband lets her go free. That's what he yes. says. We don't know if that means he, divorce. He says that she's free because she wants the freedom for the child and herself, right? Yeah. Okay. And yeah. that's the story. And that's That's disobedient. the whole story. Okay. Rachel Weiss and Rachel McAdams were both very disobedient in their community. Extremely um, this, disobedient. This movie also has, uh, it's it's a Jewish community, an Orthodox Jewish community, I believe. So there's a lot of nuance that we probably just completely missed um, because no Absolutely. one in this room is Jewish. Yeah, I know definitely we were briefly mentioning Rachel McAdams' wig whenever we were starting to watch or starting to like see the movie because we were like, mm, do not like that wig. And I was like, I think this might be a little, because there were a lot of women in wigs. So I was like, this might, I think this might be a thing. So I looked it up and the wig was used as sort of like a hair wrap in other religions. It's used to cover the natural hair. Which but it's thank still you showing for doing, because so, I had some big gripes. That <laughs> so I'll that's why she with. had a, a big wig. And uh, James talked a lot about wig caps and using those. A big unkept wig. But it, it, like her, her not very it was kept. fine. It was so big to so that she could just but slip it on. But that's all it was. Like, it was just big. They didn't do big. anything else yeah. for it to be a wig. Like they just, yeah. they were like, put this on, please. 
Put this on, please. <laughs> and that was it. Put it on. Put put it on. Put it on. And put also it on. take it off. Corwin, don't scream at me. Put it, <laughs> James, you know. James, put on the put on Nicole the, doesn't let me wear her wigs unless she's the, here. Put on the wig, James. No. Put she thinks it's weird. Disobedient. We just Be- watched a movie called Disobedient. Disobedience. Be, Be Dis- disobedient. <laughs> James can't spell. <laughs> disobedient. And James has a lot of offense with the English language. Like most rational human beings yeah. that learn the English language, it is a hot mess. So can can For I say sure. one of the one of the first notes I wrote Do down? It, so please. during this, we see Rachel Wee's Pa- James also s- couldn't tell the difference between I, the characters, so like it's, he might he have the character confused. wrong. No, it was Rachel Weisz though, because yes. she okay. finds out that her father's dead, goes yes. to a bar to kind of process, and starts hooking up. Right? Yeah, Is but we don't know if okay. you guys said, "Oh, she's hooking up with a man." That was a man. But I, I feel s- confident that was a man she was hooking up with. And yeah. you guys said, "Well, it couldn't be a woman because like women don't have sex like that." And I said, "She could have a strap on." And then you guys, I think we're kind of like, no one's going to like carry That's that around. That's a lot of work. I mean, you can carry that around. It's just yeah, a lot of work. But, but I, then I'm probably I said, not doing that at a bar. Hey, yeah. maybe it's a strapless strap on. And you guys did not know what I meant. Absolutely and I not. felt like you guys were judging <laughs> me of saying, James, this isn't a real thing. However, <laughs> saying it's a, I was, I was very confused as to what you said. And then when I heard it, I was like, wait, when did James, this become a thing? James said strapless strap on. I was like, James, you're just talking about a penis. Yeah. And then I just <laughs> and then, and I was like, that sounds like a dildo. It just sounds like a dildo that someone is using. And then Rachel thought it might've been a double ended dildo, which it is, is also not a thing. So neither, neither Rachel or I, who are well we versed in, in sex things have heard of, uh, strapless dildos interesting so it's a device that Whoa. you like it's i'm pulling mine up hold on just it like moment. goes into the vagina it's like a little snug clamp. yes and it clamps onto the pelvis Whoa. bone and <laughs> oh no i'm sorry i'm not doing that not for not for a bar hookup i'm not i'm not going this is a lot of work this looks like positioning see i don't know you, you just you, like slap it up in there yeah but that, you still gotta position that because if you slap it in the wrong way, it's going to slide out. It will be uncomfortable. Also, the, or if you go to stroke and it's in the wrong way, then it's just going to like fall on the, then it falls on the public floor. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not doing this. I think this is why we haven't heard of it because strap-ons are just better. <laughs> they stay on. And it's only what? $33, I have $25, seen, $95. I have seen pornography mm-hmm. with this being used. And Was it's, it straight pornography? You're watching no, the wrong porn. It's lesbian porn. Wait, why? How would it be straight pornography? <laughs> um, there's a thing called pegging, James. Jesus. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. you're right. You're right. That could also be done. That is straight. But it, it stays in. But now it just, you know, clicked in my head. Do you, if you were to loop it, it must clamp on very well because. I don't think it clamp. I think she's literally holding that in here, in there yeah, with, this her, looks like with her vaginal thigh. muscles. Like a little bit of thigh holding, and then like she's done kegels for days. Is that how you say this, them? Kegels, kegels. Yeah, because kegels. if you were to lube kegels it up, it would also like go. Uh, you got too thing. much lube on it. I, I come literally out. feel like this is just for taking a picture. I'm not sure how you can be active with this. I've I've seen it done. I might need you to send me that link <laughs> <laughs> just for just for research purposes, because <laughs> uh, I am not. I, I 
If you go uh, on Pornhub or any whatever pornographic website you prefer and search strapless strap on or strapless lesbian. <laughs> no, James, she needs that to be sent. <laughs> I need to know what you watch that, that this came I mean, straight to your mind because it was either. Well, because I've also talked to TC about this. TC uses this? No, no. <laughs> no, no, no shame I mean, I don't, if they do. I don't, I'm just saying. I, I, I don't didn't get know. the memo. Like, is this? I'm, I'm not of part of this. <laughs> I feel that, left out now. Do you remember the, the giant dick that was left out? Oh, yes. The giant handle dick. Can we talk about that? Sure. Just like, okay. So, Absolutely. So, Rachel uh, and then her, uh, my roommate, Mac, and I all live together. And... I come home. <laughs> I come home one day, and then TC shows up like two minutes later. I I came home. I like dropped my stuff down, and then TC walked in the door, uh, and went to go feed the cats. And I'm like, "Oh, what's up? Oh, I could have done that. Like, I'm I'm here. We had poor timing with cat feeding because <laughs> Rachel and Mac were like staying at a hotel or something like that. Staycation, um, a nice staycation, beautiful time. Uh, and then uh, TC is like, "Oh my god!" And then like hide something, and I like see it. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, okay. And for some reason, we're talking, and then. <laughs> and then I find out it's like a giant. I black think it's dick. called like the violator. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's just, TC has told me about it's this. Absolutely huge. It's, it's a big black dick on a handle that has controls. <laughs> and it, it, you know, I, when you hold it, you feel like you are the like proudest warrior <laughs> that ever lived. Like you, just, it gives you confidence. Um, just by holding it. I, I, I haven't used it as I do not want to be violated. TC has told me to tell Nicole to get it f- to be used on me. Oh, and I Jesus. say, Why? what are you talking about? Maybe Stop even, being a weirdo. Maybe just as like a collector's item. I don't know if I can use it. <laughs> I don't know if I would use that. And, yeah, it's, it's and a I've little seen much. some big things. I, I just I don't know if I would use that. Yeah, so... TC, because Anissa had brought it over earlier, and TC thought that Anissa had just left it out, but it was... was, You're saying this so casual, like, they just walk around, like, yeah, Anissa came over with the dick, and then TC stopped by with another dick. Why do we have so many dicks in this house? Anissa brought the dick, TC stopped by, and then saw the dick on Mac's bed, and thought (laughs) that it was just out, and then I had seen it. So TC, like, tried to hide it. I think TC thought that Anissa had... I don't know. So there was a disconnect. They had thought that I had seen it and I hadn't. And then I got shown the dick. And then <laughs> and then it's a dick sword. And then TC was <laughs> like, like, "Oh, charge. and I'm like I'm like I'm gay. It's fine. I've seen <laughs> I've seen that size." And then TC just ended up leaving it on the Wait, IRL you've seen something? that? The the violator? Yeah. Oh yeah. no, no, I meant like IRL you've seen sizes that big. Not that big. Okay. Uh, I've definitely seen some uh, above average uh very it's scary. Big. It it's a lot to handle. So yeah, it got left out and then Rachel and Mac came home and <laughs> and Mac was like, Oh Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> That's, a, that's about her response. everyone thought anisa <laughs> had just left it out in the open but it hadn't it was everyone else thinking that anisa left it out in the open that maybe showed it wasn't it to even me. anisa it, it was just like the a dick fairy that just the dick fairy that dropped it off a big it was dick in the it house. was 
hilarious. And I was just laughing so hard that I just had to sit down because we're all talking about this giant ass dick. And then Rachel and Mac are like swinging it around like a club. (laughs) It can be used as a weapon. I feel like. Absolutely. If it's got some good weight to it. If something similar to Stonewall happened today, (laughs) I would enjoy a lot of queer folk walking around with those, just beating the shit out of people with it be Absolutely. beautiful that would be the first weapon of choice I that sent you is a actually picture what like i wanted i wanted rachel weiss <laughs> or not rachel weiss, i wanted rachel mcadams i wanted Esty to be on the stairs with david whenever he was being a dick and with just the violator just take just the violator smack out and just him in the face. smash the shit out of his face yeah that uh, would have been, been really incredible. entertaining i have uh, seen this before this exact picture before okay I'm glad I picked one that you're familiar with. Thank you. <laughs> it makes uh, it all the better. How that much was, are these? Um, not sure. I think on the box it said it was like maybe 55, 60. Because I, I think just expensive. like finding a big stick would be better than like if you're no. trying to get into battle. No, if you're trying to. Oh, no, okay. I'm saying for a stonewall situation. <laughs> Jesus, guys. I like the idea <laughs> of hitting people with big old dicks. I like hitting homophobes with big old dicks. A friend of mine once grabbed a, another friend's mom's dildo and threw it at him. Is this like the movie Pride where she takes out the dildo and just like... No, no, this was... So friend A's mom has a dildo. Friend B threw friend A's mom's dildo at friend A. So it was their own mom's dildo being ah. thrown at them. Uh, why was that out of a the whole room? Body why, why did anybody have access to that? Why was it at not all? hidden? Why it needs to be in the sock drawer? Or left on the bed. <laughs> <laughs> Admire from afar. Don't, I don't think don't my mom listens it. anymore. I once like <laughs> was doing, I didn't know what it was, but I was like doing my parents. Uh, I used to have to clean their room and like tuck in their bed and stuff. Uh, You're like, is that my bed? Am I sleeping in that bed? That's very kind of you. Well, no, I I was forced to, I was <laughs> oh, told okay, to do this. Not... No, no. <laughs> I was like, okay. And then as I was tucking in the bed, I felt something and then like I pulled it out. Later on, I now realize because my sister, I guess, had also had the same experience. It was my mom's vibrator. Ugh. Wow. Okay, uh, moms, if you want your children to do your chores for you and to make your bed and all of that, uh, which first of all, like... Don't be lazy. Do your own shit. Teach them to do their own shit. Come Absolutely. On. You're responsible for your own bed. I yeah. Mean, that's I'm a very with... personal thing. But anyway, if you are going to be having your kids make your bed for you, please put your sex toys away. Put it in a locked or drawer. Or me. Be like, hey, you're going to go clean the room and there's going to be a lot of things in there. <laughs> so <laughs> get ready. Get ready. Make it a, oh a what are those games on your phone where you got to like find the hidden objects? Make it a game, even. Uh, Scavenger hunt? (laughs) Yes. Uh, Sex toy scavenger hunt. I will never be making my (laughs) future children do a sex toy scavenger. Those things will be put away properly. You got to clean them, and then you got to put them in their box. Yeah. They go there. That's fair. So you can put them back in your box. Yeah. That's another this is a term. very serious discussion, James. <laughs> <laughs> yes, scav- a sex toy scavenger hunt for your children to have. So serious. I apologize that I did wordplay. I should also apologize. Don't. <laughs> Mothers listening or parents or anyone else. 
Don't do the sex toy scavenger hunt. Hey, also, mom, if you do listen still, please don't follow up on this. <laughs> I should have said that sooner because then be mortified. within the two minutes that I did not say that, she could have followed up with me. What other... What? Like what parent? What parent is not mortified that their child has <laughs> found their sex toy that they, they have might used? be open about like talking yeah. about I mean, sexual conversations. Talking about it, yes, yeah. great. Please be open, please, especially for sexual conversations because a lot of that is very awkward. Um, and I come yeah. from a very Christian background, so there's definitely some uh, repression there. But yes, be open, honest, all of that. But don't let your children just like don't let them go on a scavenger stumble huh? into that. Just be aware. Like, you can ha- be open and honest and be like, this box is where all the things are. Don't touch the box. They're my things. If you need the things when you're older, you can get the things. But don't touch my box. So would you provide, would you give money to your child for a sex toy? If they not were like a child. Hey, oh, well, not, not like a child, child. But they are, let's say they're of age to have sex. They're, you know, sexually responsible. And they're like, I want to do this, but I, I don't, like, I don't know where to start. No, because they should have to... This is like, oh, I got whooped, but I don't believe that, just so everyone knows. But in the sense that you should feel the struggle to have to improvise to masturbate. (laughs) What? Just like I had to improvise to masturbate. I think I would give the money and say, do what you need to do. Just don't buy drugs. And if you buy drugs, then tell me what kind so we can do them together. (laughs) I would read some parenting books. (laughs) But ultimately, I would probably be like, yeah, yeah, we can. I, I would. Yeah, yeah. Let's. Okay. Yeah. If you I, I, if you yeah. want a good sex toy book, Nicole has a few called Oh Joy Sex Toy. Uh, I'm gonna borrow that Ooh. later. Uh, just kidding. I don't need that. Um, I need it. I'm behind on the strapless. I well, strap. actually, maybe I should because <laughs> yeah. I also didn't know about that. But I also have no need for that function. I understand. So, so yeah, that probably wouldn't be a like, top. Yeah, I yeah. like I I do I am a, a male with a yeah. penis and I typically sleep with males. You, you with have penises. a you have a strapless strap already. Yeah, I already got it. <laughs> I ain't got no straps. Strap included. I mean, sometimes <laughs> the straps are fun, but that's another another topic completely. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of notes about yeah, this movie, I was, and I never I, talked I, yes, about this. Yes, I was like, this James is... is like, okay, so we learned about Corwin's trauma last week. And this week we're learning about sex. No, uh, no, I'm completely Let's fine with this conversation. Sex, However, baby. usually you're like, "Hey, James, please get refocused." I'm, you know, you know? I'm just, I'm in awe of you today. Uh, <laughs> Rare form. So, I mean, I'm getting ready because our next episode is going to even be more crazy. Uh, you, as far as like trying to wrangle and all of that, so I'm just. Oh, I'm, do you know whatever. the guest? Yeah, who's yeah. the guest? Shout him out. Why? You, we'll find out. Oh my mystery guest! I'll tell you after. We'll find out. I'm not gonna shout him out because if like oh, for they, some, they if something change. happens and yep. it changes, then I don't want the audience to be disappointed. I want them to be shocked, surprised. Wait, is this someone we know or just? It is someone okay. we know. That sounds like all it's of the reactions people. in that scene that we're going to discuss later. Oh, I was my in God. shock. We need to I was discuss in awe. That scene I like was now. We are getting. We are, we, are getting <laughs> we are 40 minutes into this podcast, have not talked about anything from this movie. I hate old people uh, because they were all so mean. <laughs> they were the not, worst. There was only that one old lady at the end that. Because uh, she minded that, her business. She wasn't in there that much. She was in there for a little bit, but you know yeah. what she did? She kept to herself. Ronnie was like, I'm here to honor my father. And that old she lady was like, was like, go ahead, girl. She was like, I know. Do you? I know. 
Absolutely. I know you're here to honor him. Even though her father was a dick. He didn't, he disowned her. He was the so petty. The obituary didn't even have her name in it. It was, we, sadly, the Rav doesn't have any children. The, yeah, the dad dies, leaves everything to the synagogue. Yeah. And then she's trying to sell the house, but then later finds out that she can't sell the house. Because and then the, the article is like, it. He was childless. And she's and like, was, I am right here. <laughs> she's like, I'm here. In the flesh. And everyone just kind of ignores her or is like, ooh, she's yeah. the bad they, one. They're she's so gone shocked. To, they're the, almost offended that she showed up. They're just like, oh, yeah. you're here. <laughs> well, yeah. Didn't realize did, you'd be here. What did you expect? My yeah. dad died. Like They hello. didn't even tell her. We find out later that... Esty. Esty. Yeah, I'm like looking at my notes. What's her name? <laughs> Esty. Esty. Uh, tells her because Esty wants her to come. Because she wants to come. Um... Uh, now now you and james have switched uh-huh. the box i was like does he know what he said i do know what i said he set that up so yeah Esty feels very she feels very imprisoned she is um, trapped in that marriage yeah Absolutely. and that's a that is a good topic for us to have and pride and there's honestly not enough time to delve into that completely but there's definitely a lot of queer people in this day and age and even in the past that have felt trapped and especially a lot of younger queer people feel trapped in their lives because they can't come out they can't be honest with themselves and they end up being stuck with like overtly religious parents or whatever and not being able to express themselves so we have a long history which leads to disobedience leads to disobedience or in the worst case, we have a lot of young queer people who end up taking their own lives or falling into um, deep depression and getting anxiety yeah. and things like that on top of the normal anxiety that our young people experience in this day and age. And they end up, you know, with health issues from that because depression, it is a disease that attacks your mind. And a lot of it, there's memory issues and things like that. So, like, you get damaged by it, like yeah, physically absolutely. damaged by it. So... It's good that we see something like this. We see her finally, she's pregnant at the end and she says to David, her husband that she was forced into married marriage with, she says, I want to be free for the kid. I want to be free. And she does get her freedom at the end. He acknowledges her saying that she's free and that freedom is a gift for all of humanity and that no one should feel trapped and that she is free. So that's a beautiful message that we have at the end of the film. And David also is great in acknowledging, God, I forget her name. Ronit. 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 She was Ronnie when she was in the U.S., and then when she got over there, they changed it to Ronnie. Ronit. Ronit. That was her her original name. So she, he acknowledges that she is the Rav's child. So we do get a nice ending there uh, in that, but throughout the whole movie it's very frustrating to see a lot of people look at her like she's less than because she is disobedient and not adhering to their standards in women and things like that uh so it's you have this whole story this whole frustrating thing where you're like oh my god i hate all of these people um and then finally at the end you you have them you know vindicated in their disobedience in a way because David, who is the prodigal son, the one that's going to go and become the next, uh, the replacement for the Rav and all of that, he turns down the position and is like, no. Like, yeah, he's I, like, I can't handle this. I, I, I can't not do even, this right now. Yeah, it, it, I forget what he said specifically, but he was like, 
I don't understand enough for this. Yeah. He, he's still uh, learning. And, yeah, he's, and, and he realized that. And he realized that, end. yeah, he realized that a lot of what he was doing and what his family was doing and stuff like that to people like uh, Rachel McAdams character, it was repressing them. Like she was literally caught by the Rav with the Rav's daughter in intercourse. And the Rav was like, you're sick in the mind. And to cure that, we're going to marry you off to David. So it's like, that's not, there's, she's not sick and that's not a cure. Like, yeah, it it was sad to see that that was the answer that they just decided was going to work. Yeah. So there, there's a lot in this movie and a lot that you can talk about um, with that. But you wanted to talk about that one scene, the big scene. Oh my gosh. Okay. They went from like zero to a thousand. They, they jet past 100 and just went SD to and 1,000. Through the entire movie, they're doing like these, and I had a little checklist, and I'll just touch on a few. When you are in a secret lesbian relationship, don't don't look at each other. Just don't. Close your eyes. Leave the room. <laughs> Those longing looks that they gave each other, it just builds tension, and it just, you're going to like explode. And I think that's what happened when they finally snuck off and went to some other part of town and got a hotel and just went strapped to the wall, balls to the wall, everything to the walls, <laughs> to the floor, from the windows, everywhere. Like it was just so much. <laughs> there is a very so much big sex, sex scene. In there. It's <laughs> not like you don't you don't really see anything. I wasn't expecting that from them. You don't really see anything, but it's still it's still very graphic in a way. It was tame in a like kinky way almost yeah. like it wasn't a bunch of like oh they're naked oh I rachel, see, like, yeah rachel weiss spits in rachel mcadam's mouth like like she multiple is times, like, like spitting like, in her mouth like, way above her lots of space and just spitting down like in there and i'm like times. i did not see that coming i think that was the plot twist for me i don't know it, like that would be a very i don't know how i would feel if someone did that to me i'd be like what the fuck like I keep you could kiss that me that's fine like, but like spitting into I think my mouth that is that I, pint up Oh, like yeah. I've wanted you not only since you've been here, but I've wanted you since we were what teenagers. Yeah, yeah. And it's like okay, but I I forget that because they don't really show us their background. Yeah. So when it was happening, I was like, oh, it's kind of like y'all just met and you're just taking it there. Like this is a bit this is a bit intimate for me. Yeah. Um. But they definitely did that, and then she started fingering her, and then was just like wiping it all over her mouth. I'm licking fine her that. lips like an ice cream cone. I'm okay with it. I was not okay with it coming from them because they did not set me up for that. <laughs> so I was literally sitting in there. I was like, I was like the parent that walks in and sees a sex scene on the TV. I was like, oh my gosh, what is this? Turn this off. Like, like we're sitting there, we're, we're seeing the nice, uh, we're seeing the nice people yeah. that are like, oh, we, we, we just do missionary. There's nothing else. Like They weren't it. even being that freaky. It's, there was some hand holding, a few kisses here and there. And yeah. then they just went... We see they a nice, we see a nice cutesy love story, and then suddenly they're freaky, and we're like, "Whoa!" Yeah, like if we had seen that, out the box. if we had seen that that uh, pizzazz from the beginning, we're like, "Yes." <laughs> also, love it. I think it kind of is like when you are a teenager, you don't know what sex sh- is or should be, so you do do weird stuff like that. They might be kind of transferring their teenage relationship and just starting from there and doing this weird stuff. Yeah, because 
Esty had Esty has been in a straight relationship for so long and sleeping with a man, even though she's not attracted to men at all. And they even discussed that. Um, that when she's I not was attracted teen, to men. I was she, not spitting in other women's mouths. I that yeah, I, I don't was, know what kind no. of trend. Maybe but, that's how they do it in the UK. Get get down <laughs> how you live. I, but I mean, I'm saying things like like looking into a vagina. You think like, hey, th- this is something new to me. So you like Fair, look yeah. into I, a vagina. I don't know if that's new to them because they're both women. I well, unless you well, have like exploring another woman's yes. vagina. Yeah, and that experience. I mean, I I don't think it was like it was like a romantic thing. An ex of mine in high school. And I like transferred chewed up Snickers into each other's mouths. Okay, I'm here I don't for know. that. The first time that I I saw a penis, I wasn't like, oh, this is new. Like I I understand <laughs> this. Yeah, but I'm no, but I'm saying like you don't know what sex, but like or I don't I other people know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you don't know what sex is until you're having sex. Is that what you're saying? Not even that. Even when you have sex, you don't know what is the best way to do it. So the you're best kind of way just to do like, it is communication and consent. Yes, that is actually and consent. Just two C's. PSA. Uh, there's probably more that we can go into, but <laughs> yeah, make sure you got let's those. Let's put that. Let's put those at the very top. Very top of the list. One should be consent. Number one, yeah. and then number two, communication. Come on. But as a teenager, you don't know the communication part of like, hey. Well, I, you don't know that, hey, sh- is this good for you? If not, please tell me. I mean, that that's also goes on to our sex education in yes. the United States and oh, uh, talking about sex and not, you know, repressing or, it. And actually, <laughs> I should have... like it doesn't exist. I should have started this in a complete... You don't know what you like, so you want to try everything. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. where I should have started out with this. <laughs> but Rachel McAdams is like a 30-year-old woman. But she hasn't been having sex with uh, this woman. She hasn't the had other sex with other women for a while. Sex with the other, other woman, woman, yeah, yeah. Rachel Weiss has hasn't had sex with other women. She said she's been, but she's had sex with a lot of men. Um, which I do like that this movie does have uh, diversity in our queer characters, and that Rachel Weiss's character is a bisexual woman. Uh, we can yeah. infer she may be pansexual or anything. Um, that includes other genders and things like that. But we do know that she does sleep with men and she sleeps with women. Uh, And then Rachel McAdams' character is, she's a lesbian woman, but she is in a straight marriage. So she's sleeping with a straight man for years. Why are you... I just, I think it's weird that we're trying to find the symbolism of someone <laughs> spitting in another person's mouth. I mean, mouth. I, I moved on from that. I gave up. I moved on. I'm like, all right, diversity. Let's talk about that. Um, there's not yeah. a lot of diversity. Uh, well, there's some diversity in the, in that a lot of the characters in the movie are Jewish, uh, which is great that we're seeing that, that sort of diversity in the film um, because Jewish people and the Jewish faith are very specific. So I'm glad we see that, but we don't really have any other people of color uh, in the movie. So because the UK is white as fudge, eighty-seven <laughs> percent of the people in the UK are white, and the one person of color we saw in the movie was in New York. Yeah, With, minding her business, minding her own business. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, some diversity, some not diversity. So 
I mean, I would, I still always encourage filmmakers to, and artists to include people of color in their, uh, their art because people of color exist and people of color mm. deserve to be able to see themselves in We in are media. here. We are around. We're not not watching your. Fi- we we'd like to watch more of your films if you would include us, please. Yeah, that yeah. would be nice. Beautiful, beautiful. I was it, going Rachel. to say, yeah, there were more people of color, but then I remembered those were just trailers we watched. Yeah, those were trailers we watched. We we did have a, a movie that that we'll hopefully watch in the future yeah. uh, that looked like it was a lot more diverse uh, and had a lot more people of color in it, which is beautiful. Yeah. Um. So, for sure. yeah, that's. To be said, please put more diversity. Love that we had um, a movie with Jewish people in it and the Jewish faith because I don't really know much about it. So, um, and especially in this current political climate, um, they are uh, some of the people along with queer people that are being persecuted pretty much by terrible people and Nazis. Why do Nazis exist? I wasn't even sure that this movie was going to like have a happy ending because the whole time and maybe that was just my view i i just thought it was gonna get violent i thought they were going to do something violent to rachel mcadams for not only being caught as an adult which i i say caught because they caught them but you can't catch a grown folk but (laughs) (laughs) that that really pissed me off um it's just like what how how is this going on for so long and like they're okay with it, you know, and not okay with it in the sense of like, oh yeah, thumbs up, but that there were, there weren't quicker repercussions or even more like possibly violent things that happened, especially with David. I, I, yeah. Cause they already questioned his integrity and, kind of, and his man of the house character in one of the scenes where they're like, is your wife going to be distracted by your guests? And he's like, no, my house is in order. And it certainly was not, but. And like, what is that being, keeping your house in order like it's just it sounds like a bunch of misogyny and i want it to go the fuck away because like that's not that's not even his thing but i also that could be a religious thing but if that is if misogyny is a part of your culture question it and change it and i'm saying that from someone that is in a christian uh baptist christian background uh there is a lot of misogyny in there and that's why I'm not very prevalent in that community because I'm like, I don't like that. I don't want it. So yeah, do do better, people. I am very proud of David at the end uh, turning and having that that growth. Yeah, uh, that, that was immediate a, growth too. Yeah, it was. It and was, it wasn't hateful either. I yeah. was expecting a little bit of hate for him to just be like, okay, fine, you know, leave, you're free, do whatever. But when they're, they're at the at the very end, yeah, um, they all hug. Yeah, all three of them come together after David announces he's not going to take the position, and that the uh, and that the Rachel daughter's McAdams there, yeah. free, and she's free. They all come outside and they have like a very nice like. Rachel, we are still friends at the end of this, you know, like. Rachel yeah, McAdams that's how I took it too. And, yeah, and gives him a hug, and then he puts his hand out for for Rachel Weiss's character and they have a nice That was a hug very and, touching moment. And yeah, especially sure. because like in the beginning uh Rachel Weiss uh goes to like, you know, touch him and stuff like that and it's like it's no, he can't he can't yeah. touch him. He pulls back um, quick too. And that that happens throughout the movie uh with uh Rachel Weiss and the other male characters and stuff. So at the end he allows her to like, you know, touch his face. So it's like, "Whoa. Okay. 
that's just an intimate thing. So we're seeing more intimacy uh, between them as friends because they, uh, we know through the movie, they grew up together. Uh, Rachel Weiss, Rachel McAdams, and David's character. Yeah. They they all grew up together. So to see that friendship like start again, um, especially like in the house when he like comes out and Rachel Weiss is leaving in the morning, he's like, you yeah. know, very like, oh, here's your he's, bag. He's blah, friendly. Blah, blah. Yeah, he, he's he doesn't very friendly. treat her like an outcast. He's not like, get out of here. He helps yeah. her with the bag. He says good morning. He even says good morning to his ex-wife, which I found yeah incredibly like, like strong if i was just like oh you you're still speaking like i yeah. like that he wasn't immature about it yeah i think that was the the big takeaway for me is that he was dealing with something he wasn't expecting really yeah um that came out of nowhere on top of learning he now has a child on top of having his next big job and it all kind of just crashed before his eyes but he was still like i i'm still a person i am still learning i can still be kind in my own way so yeah. i really like that he did that so overall, there's a lot of good stuff in this movie. Uh, there's definitely, they build tension very well. Oh, uh, yes. So well. And especially like <laughs> tension among like us uh, or, you know, me as an American viewer, an American viewer who is not um, in a formal religion like that, seeing like how people are being treated and stuff like that. It was causing me distress um, and building tension for, sure. for me. Um, but I'm like, I also don't know anything about that cultural background. I don't know anything about it um, in a sense that I have any authority to speak on it or what it's about. So um, it's beautiful to watch stuff like that. So I I think that we chose a good movie. I think overall it's a, it was a yeah. it was a good movie to we choose. Made a good choice. And it it didn't have a, a sad ending, which a lot of a lot of uh, queer movies tend to have. We all um, thought it was going to end in murder or we, suicide. We all did because yeah. they even talk we about Shakespeare in the movie. <laughs> they talk about Othello specifically and Othello and the uh, handkerchief Othello gives to Desdemona and stuff like that. The um, symbolism behind that. And then we have, you know, Rachel McAdams specifically talking about that. So I'm like, God, is it going to end like Othello? Which ends with Othello strangling his wife and then killing himself. So thankfully that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, because we were ready. Thanks. We were like, oh, we were like oh. oh my gosh. It also <laughs> like filmed like a horror movie sometimes. Like Rachel McAdams was walking down a tunnel and Rachel and I were, this Rachel and I were both this like, Rachel oh my God. She kept checking over her shoulder. Yeah. I'm like, oh, what's that? I was waiting for the brim of like the hat of, of David <laughs> to just come around. I was like, yeah, oh Yeah, we were like, no. Jesus, what is happening? And the concept of choice is brought up a lot in the movie. And yeah. I think... In, you know, in the beginning, Weeze talks about if she would have stayed in that community, she would have had to be married off and then either got depressed and killed herself or got depressed and wanted to kill herself. And I think with David talking about Dovid, am I? I'm not saying. I I think it was Dovid. Yeah, uh, Dovid. Dovid, yeah. As he was talking about choice from the Rav before he died, I think what he realized is if he stayed in that marriage, it would have ended with him or her killing someone. So he said, I need to make the choice to either keep going down that path. And I think with the tension being built up, it was trying to trick us into thinking, will it end like this or will it end like this? Yeah. Yeah, they did a real good job. Because even at the beginning, right before... Her father dies. He is saying, you know, we've got angels, we've got demons, we've got choices. And he doesn't get to finish his sentence because yeah. he he dies. So I think they did a yeah. very great job of like 
finishing that sentence at the end of the movie, but yeah. having a total different perspective of it coming together. Beautiful. It's a good movie. Yeah, they wrapped I, it up nicely. I would recommend people watch this overall. What do you think, Rachel? Definitely. Check it out. And James, I know you didn't enjoy it as much, I, but... Maybe it's because I'm hungry and about to pass out. That <laughs> could have been a contributing factor. Or maybe cut some of the middle out. It's slow paced, for sure, but it but it moves. It moves along. Yeah, it, yeah. It's it's a slow pacing, but James is like, we're like 15 minutes in, and I looked and I'm like, we're 40 minutes in, James. He's like, what? <laughs> so it's a, it has a slow pace in the sense that you see a lot of um, building tensions and things like that. But as far as the time moves and it bringing you and drawing you in, it that movie does it very well. Because yeah, by the done. end, I, I still don't... The movie's almost two hours, and I still don't feel like we watched it oh, for yeah. two hours. There were maybe like one or two spots that I was like, all right, this is dragging a little bit, but yeah. it was just that was just very, very short amount of time. And uh, I think one of the spots was the <laughs> graphic sex scene. I'm oh, like, yeah. oh, Jesus, when is this going to end? But it's a short, it's nowhere near a eating out. Oh, no, type it deal. wasn't. It wasn't. And no. I say graphic, but it wasn't even graphic. There was. There was nothing graphic. It was very visceral. Visceral. Visceral is a very good word yes. to use for that. I for had sure. it in my mind and then I was starting to say it and then you said <laughs> it. I'm like, yes, good. Same page. Yes. Um. So yeah, it's a very visceral scene. Definitely would be awkward if your parents walked in when you were watching it and you don't have discussions about things like this. But uh, yeah, so I, I, definitely, yeah. I definitely would recommend watching it. I Still watch it. Check it out. Even if a spouse of yours walked in and saw the mouth spitting thing, they'd be like, "Ooh, are they into that?" I I heard some noises in here, the recording room, not when we were in there watching the movie, and I was like, "Oh God, is Nicole gonna walk in <laughs> oh, during no. this scene?" It didn't happen, so that's fine. I mean, it opens a discussion if your if your spouse does see it, then you can you can you can learn. What were you just saying? You can discover. You can learn. You can communicate. You can talk about the uh, ravisher. Is that what it was called? <laughs> oh, the, the violator. Violator. The violator. Uh, you can talk about the violator. Talk about it as much as you want. Um, before we like wrap things up, because we're starting to get to that time, I wanted to ask you, Rachel, um, since we are in Pride and all of that, what does Pride mean to you? Pride, I believe for myself, it's really about coming together and honoring everybody's differences and doing it in a respectful way, um, in an empowering way, and really just putting that message out there that like we are still people, whether we are lesbian, gay, you know, bisexual, intersect, we we are still a group of people who want to be treated like people and we need that recognition um because like a lot of what you said about it doesn't get talked about in, in households or how to deal with certain things you know we can come and be around other people that are like-minded or maybe experiencing the same thing maybe not experiencing the same thing but talk with them and really just take that time to to celebrate that we are here and that we are doing this and we are going to keep doing this because we, we need to know about these things. We need to be proud of who we are and what we're doing and not not be hidden from that. So I, th I think pride is definitely about coming together and celebrating um, our differences, celebrating ourselves and celebrating other people in that in that whole time frame. What a beautiful answer. I love that a lot. 
Thank you. Um, and I think that's a, a good note to sort of end on. Yeah. Um, do you have anything that you want to add, uh, James, for uh, the movie or Pride or like anything? Mm, no. I, can, right. I mean, I can't follow that. All right. Great. <laughs> uh, Rachel, you have anything else you want to talk about uh, before we head out? No, I think we're I think we're I know we talked about some heavy stuff. If if anyone is in a very strict household or strict relationship, please feel that you can seek help and, oh, and get help and feel definitely. valued. Um, and I, I hope that not by us talking about this, this triggered anyone. But I, I love you if you are out there and you need someone to, to confirm that and you are fine just the way you are. Be proud of who you are and don't hide that from yourself or anyone else. Yeah. See, this is why Rachel's the MVP and why she is <laughs> here you, today you. talking with us. Thank um, you for having me on your show, too. Of I'm course. very well, honored. Thank you, thank you for coming and watching. podcaster. Ooh. Yeah, definitely. Um, thank you for, for coming and watching this, this movie and helping us choose a movie uh, to settle on. Do you have um, any social media you would like to plug? Nah, I don't do anything. Okay. Cool. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an old person. Now. I have Instagram <laughs> and I have Facebook, but it's Rachel Daniel Walters is my Facebook, my full name. And then my Instagram is, I think, rdw21. Alrighty. Yeah. yeah. Um, we'll try to add that to the description. I'm I saying will. will, but it's Thank James. Um, I think we should also throw something in there about um, some resources to get help. Send um, me those and I will. I will send that to yes, you so that you can include that. Um, that's especially something important to keep in mind this month because this is the month that a lot of um, pressure is put on queer youth to come out and things like that. Um, I know there's a heartbreaking uh, story online. Not heartbreaking. It's it's warming, but it is heartbreaking of like um, seeing, you know, queer kids on the bus, like with the pride merch or like, you know, rainbows painted on them or tattoos and things like that. And like, you know, going home on the bus and slowly taking all of that off and like trying to get their tattoos off and yeah, just you gotta strip that sobbing because they can't get it off and they're worried about how that's going to affect them getting home um, and if they're going to be safe getting home and things like that um, because you know it's it is pride it is world pride and all that but it's still not completely safe for us in the world um, there's a lot of hate uh, towards queer communities um, and queer people in general. Um, yeah. There's still hate crimes that happen every day, all the time. So that's something to be very aware of. And uh, we need to protect ourselves and each other, um, especially in this time where we're trying to be visible, where we're trying to first protest and then also uh, celebrate each other. So that all saying, we'll try to put some resources on here for you. Um, if you are queer youth that is listening to this or, you know, yeah. queer youth that experiences things like this um, that do need protection, uh, please protect each other. That all to get to my social media. Uh, <laughs> please follow us at This Movie's Gay on Twitter. Um, and then my social media specifically is at Core Winning. Uh, it's just my name with ING at the end. Core Winning. Uh, I've got... Winning. Um, I've got Twitter, Instagram, all of that good stuff. So go ahead and follow me. And then Saltbox Theater Collective is a theater company I am a part of. And we are doing a show in July. If you're interested, the information is on the website. Um, all of that is included in the descriptions. Saltbox Theater Collective, we are doing the Scottish play Macbeth. Uh, I am playing theater Angus. Theater the mind, don't say so, it. So uh, come see me do that. Come see me perform. Um, and that are my plugs. Those are my plugs. That hey are my guys. plugs. 
Check out my other podcasts, Mostly Speak and Sentai, What the Hell Mouth with TC, Rachel's longtime friend. And this Wednesday will be my first episode on Hit It and Crit It. It's a Dungeons and Dragons podcast where we're normally, you're trying to be the good guys to save the world. No, no, no. We're trying to ruin it. And it's great. The first episode I did, it'll be episode 19. You can start there if you'd like. It's hilarious. It was super fun. Check it out. Also, check out my rap musics under Marshland Monster. New CD, King Kaiser X, Godzilla Influenced. I self-produced it. All of this can be found on MLMPod.com. I've been James. Real quick, I also want to say thank you to everyone that has said happy birthday to me uh, since we said it on the podcast and everything. As you know, I turned 27 on the 25th, but for the 27th episode that was released on Monday, the 27th, a lot of 27s there. <laughs> 27, 27. So thank you all. Um, I appreciate it. It, uh, it made me feel a little emotional to get uh, happy birthdays and stuff from strangers. Randos. Uh, See. Not even randos. Just people I've seen liking our stuff and everything. I really appreciate it and I really uh, loved it. So thank you so much. Um, and... I've been James. I've been Corwin. And I am Rachel. Yeah. Bye. Bye. I thought you were just telling me I needed to go up a note oh, because no. I was off. But I was saying thumbs Corwin up. Kept Good job. Thumbs up. Also, one quick thing. Corwin's got some really cool looking shorts on and I wish I had them. They're rainbow. Pride shorts. Tie-dyed. Pride shorts. They don't fit. Bye. Bye. Oh, hey, Jinx. <laughs>